going, everybody? Welcome back. Oh, would you th- were you not expecting that robot voice to come across? <laughs> that was cool, bro. <laughs> it's so, like laser runners. Yeah. Are yeah, you it's ready? That, it's got that like real AI animated voice behind it. You know, I and I usually tell people like, oh, you'll hear a little robot voice, but I we've been talking for the last hour. I completely forgot to fucking say it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, dude. run welcome, here, run here. Yeah, yeah. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of your favorite Swimbait podcast, Scales and Tails, episode ninety-seven. And we're we're joined by a gentleman out there in the it, the part you live in. Is that the desert? Is that like considered? Yeah, you could desert? say in the you could say desert southwest. The, the the southwest desert, or does it have to be desert no, no. southwest? It just sounds cool, desert southwest. Oh, desert <laughs> southwest. <laughs> Dude, so, so we're joined by, by a gentleman over there in, in the beautiful sunny state of Arizona, the sunny and very hot state of Arizona with a lot of sand and probably some tumbleweeds and cactus and, and very in and, and water. You guys got you guys got a little bit of water out there. We're joined by we're joined by Mr. Tristan Casas. Cas, Casas? Casas? <laughs> dude, dude, I fucking told you. <laughs> so, You're good, uh, bro. If you guys are new to the show, um, I'm notoriously terrible with last names. And, you know, believe it or not, like, I ask the guys how to say their last names, and then we get to talking, and then we start to record, and that shit just fucking slips my mind, dude. Like, I'll the only way I'll remember it is if I write it, write that shit down and write it how, like, it's, like, how they put it on Google, where it's, like, the break it down, like, oh, you say this part like this, and then there's, like, a backwards A, and for some reason you know how to pronounce backwards A rather than saying the real name. <laughs> like, dude, it's, uh... I'm just I'm just terrible with last names or just names in general. If you got an easy name, that's cool. But if you got got some like wicked name, I'm probably gonna get it wrong every single time. But freaking uh, here, look. <laughs> yeah, like, I can make it easy for you. Come on, call me Beaver T. <laughs> yeah, say. yeah. So I get we'll we'll talk about how you got that name because that was something I was intrigued to hear you hear you talk about. But kind of who who are you and what do you do for the people who don't follow you or don't know who you are? Yo, what's crackalacking, ladies and gentlemen? My name is Tristan Casaus, <laughs> but I go by a uh, I go by Beaver T um, off of, on the internet, and uh, I like to fish. I feel like I'm in an AA meeting. I'm like, hello, and I'm addicted hello, to everybody. fishing. <laughs> My addiction is a six point five inch swim baits. <laughs> oh, yeah, man, and so. You're out there, you're out there in that beautiful state of Arizona and you know, you're fishing and, and not, I guess for people who don't really know, you do fish swim baits, but that's not like your primary thing. You're not fucking live or die by the soft bait or anything. Like you can just go out there to, to rail fish, right? Yeah, mainly, honestly, the last few years I've been like, I've been swim bait, but I will, I learned conventional fishing. I tell myself, you know what, if you're going to be a good swim baiter, bro, you got to know conventional fishing. Because if you don't know how to fish the easy shit, like, how are you going to learn the hard shit, you know? I don't, that's my, my logic, you know? Yeah. I feel like a lot of, I, and you know, I might be wrong in this because I don't know a lot of fishermen, but, but the ones that I do know that swim bait, they, that really know how to swim bait, they know how to conventional fish. They could throw a crankbait, a jerkbait. A chattered chicken, uh, a lipless, like time of year grass. You know, they 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 just know. Um, yeah, so right. I feel like if you're gonna be good at the swim bait, then you have to master the uh, the conventional stuff, in my opinion. But some people might disagree. But if we fish a regular tournament and you disagree on that, then I'm gonna smoke you ten times out of ten. 
Yeah. And <laughs> I've kind of talked about it with other guys and I feel like that's, well, dude, I'll, I'll be like, I know guys who, who didn't like bass fish or fish at all. And then, you know, somehow they just kind of stumbled onto swim baits on social media and then they just got into swim bait fishing and that's how they learned to bass fish. And, and that's super cool. But dude, like you learn a lot from, from, you know, up here, like ripping, ripping a chatterbait over weed beds or yo-yoing a lipless over sparse weeds, or, you know, just flipping, just doing all this other stuff. And then like, when you kind of get all those pieces of the puzzle and you pick up a swim bait, you're like, okay, like I know how I'm going to pick apart this dock or I'm going to, I'm going to help that. I'm going to part this, like this sparse, sparse group of lily pads or isolated group of lily pads with a glide bait or with a soft bait or with a wake or, or whatever. Like dude, knowing that stuff, like puts you tenfold ahead of those guys who just got into it, which there's nothing wrong with that. Like I said, but it's just, there's stuff to learn that helps you make swim bait fishing more, uh, beneficial and, and easier i think yeah no i i agree with that because um i know how you said uh like the internet guys that see swim baiting and they just go and buy one hell yeah bro that's the way you're supposed to do it go balls to the wall with it grab one pick it up and learn it but then there's the guys that buy them and then they all start collecting baits and like oh i go to hinkle trout or i go to triple trout or i gotta like nobody cares if, if the only people that care are other people that are collecting swim baits too um there might be the guy that has like a gang of swim baits and like they're all special to him and like um like uh what's his name bro grady cod dude that dude uh he throws a, a few different types of swim baits but he knows how to throw every single one of them bro like that's the difference between a fisherman that can throw swim baits over a swim bait collector dude um yeah me yeah, exactly. me me personally i'm not into the hard baits i don't like them uh they just never i've never really i can't, I can't say i don't like them i've never really like dabbled into them too much um the homie billy has he he's really good at he made one bro it's so sick um and uh like he he's good at that like he understands it. i i don't i can't say that i understand the hard body swimming but the soft plastic one dude all day baby so i put the conventional down i feel like i learned that enough to um have enough confidence to be like you know what if i can apply this to that then this will be easy or this to that then that will be easy um freaking like learning those weed patches learning what the fish are doing and dude the coolest part is bro i think if you can learn a river system you can fish a lake system but not the other way around it doesn't work the other way yeah like even though even though lakes are like hundreds of feet deep in my river like the river i fish is only but like i think like max 25 feet deep and that's not where you're going to be fishing you know yeah I, i don't know well, we, it sounds like we got a whole lot of stuff to to di- dive into here in a little bit. But but before we get into that stuff, where where did you get your start into fishing, and and where did it all start for you? I'm assuming that you grew up in Arizona. So how does a kid in Arizona like you? How'd you get into it? Ah, oh, dude, I freaking into fishing in general. I got into fishing uh, through my dad because my dad. He comes from like a lineage of uh, outdoorsmen. They like hunters, you know. 
Yeah, yeah. And um, and growing up, I guess he didn't want. He got, I don't know, his ears aren't that good, so he just because of the guns and stuff that all the guns they used to shoot when they were kids. So he didn't want that for me. So he's like, you know what? We can do outdoors, but we're gonna fish instead. And so, oh, dude, that's... since since I can remember, bro, like we've been fishing for a minute, dude. And then, bro, I get a, I actually not a lot of people know this, but a lot of people hate on this, dude. I've been in the swim bait game longer than I think, dude, because there was a fuck. You remember the banjo minnow? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, that's a swim bait, dude. I don't care what you say, but that bait, dude, was fire, bro. The infomercial when I was like six years old, oh my god, it got me, dude. And I got my dad to buy it, bro. He bought that thing, and we went out, and I, on my fucking life, dude, we slayed it, bro. Every time we went out with the banjo minnow, dude, it was a. That's funny as hell, (laughs) (laughs) bro. It sounds dumb, but. We were so into it, and then after that, uh, the the commercial never came back up, so we lost the phone number and we ran out of the baits. But it came with like a hundred baits, bro. Yeah, it was yeah, it was, it was like a hundred piece set because my dad bought it at Bass Pro when I was when I was dude, I was probably like fucking four, and I remember yeah. that, and I just remember like so it was that flat packaging, and then on the back it had all those like uh, those little blister packs just full of hooks, full of baits. Yeah. Yeah, you put into them and shit like i remember the the hook design was pretty cool too because it was in the eyelet and not in the actual bait so you never got your bait hung up because it was it was weedless yeah it was like Um, it was like a how you would drop shot like a robo worm it was kind of hooked like that yeah bro it it was neat and so like dude we started off well you know what let me backtrack real quick because that's how we got into bass fishing but in order for us to get into bass fishing we got to know what bass are and one day bro we were fishing this canal because we used to catfish Mm -hmm. and bluegill fish all the time bro it was like middle of the night and fuck we caught this huge ass fish bro we didn't know what it was at the time i didn't know what it was but now it was like a six pound bass bro but we were looking at it at the time like yo like what the fuck is this thing dude like i've never ever seen one of these you know yeah dude swear to god and then after that um we freaking uh we went to the library my dad took me to the library to barnes and noble mm-hmm. and uh or it's not a library i guess but we went to we went to barnes and noble and they, he bought me books on bass bro and magazines and stuff and i i read all of them dude i was like blown away that there was an entire sport dedicated to catching this one fish bro imagine learning about bass and being blown away and then learning bro that there's smallmouth bass dude yeah and i was like what bro another species only like, no fucking way dude and bro it was epic dude after that i was reading all kinds of books i was like poppers crankbaits jerkbaits i was like crawdads I even went, uh, we went to the Gila River because that's when it, it used to flow really good here. Mm-hmm. When I was little, we went out to the Gila River. Bro, I started flipping up rocks and I was like, holy shit, it's a fucking crawdad. I'm going to grab it. And so I caught a bunch of them, put them on hooks, bro, threw them out, and we would catch a bunch of bass, dude. Like, like it was hellacious, dude. We caught. Your favorite swimbait podcast is now proudly sponsored by Leviathan Rods. 
Leviathan Rods is a Texas-based fishing rod company that's handcrafted and uses high-end, made-in-the-USA rod blanks. Every sale from Leviathan helps support foster youth and their families. With Leviathan Rods, you're not only going to feel a difference, but you're going to help make a difference, too. Friends of the show will also get 20% off their rod purchases by using code SCALES20 at checkout. So whether you're fishing a Depths 250 or a square bill, make sure you're using the best rod choice out there, Leviathan Rods. I don't know. We caught a lot, and then it started getting into, like, I saw, and then that's, like, later on, then the banjo minnow popped up, and I was like, dude, I was like, we got to get this. We we must own the banjo minnow. Yeah, yeah. Because, because look at how many fish they're catching, and I bet I could do that, too. Dude, and we did. We we went out, and we only bank fish. We never had a boat or anything, but um, due to bank fishing, bro, I've traveled, like, every single dirt road here in Yuma, every bank, every body of water, um, learned it all, dude, like top to bottom, like hours away to like fucking five seconds away, you know? And, and due to that, um, after we got into, then the banjo minnow disappeared due to that, all of that though, we were like, oh shit, like there's a tackle shop here, bro. Like what, there's a local tackle store? Like we're just like in a, in a world we've never been in, dude. And um, and we found this other swim bait, and it was called at the time it was called Bass Magic. I think if I look at the swim bait now, it has a different name on it. But back then it was called Bass Magic, dude. My dad caught such a huge fucking fish on that one day, bro. When we were fishing the bank of the river, it was it was insane, bro. We ate that fish. I'm not gonna lie, like that fish fed all of us, dude. It was crazy because we used to keep our fish, bro. I used to. I'm not I'm not against like uh taking fish and eating them. Yeah, yeah. Um eventually I grew out of that, but um back then dude, if we caught it, we ate that thing, dude. And so my dad caught this bass and I was like, dude, swim baits just like they just work. So we always had like little it was like a five inch swim bait, maybe six inch swim bait, um, max, and that's kind of like how we got into it, bro. And the next thing you know. Uh, we're buying a 12-foot aluminum boat, which I still have, by the way. It was my first boat ever. And, dude, after that, we built a deck into it. We put a trolling motor on it. it we, like, dude, the addiction just took over the obsession. Obsession with – is that the word? Obsession? Obsession? Yeah, I would say. Obsessed. Obsessed. You got, you got obsessed with it, maybe? Obsessed. Yeah, obsession. <laughs> dude, it sounds weird, bro. Obsession, you know? And uh, <laughs> and it turned into like, fuck, like Jesus Christ. There's a whole lake here, like what? And then there was like, I was like, damn, the river. And then, um, me and my dad went out, dude. Here's the thing about it, like people are always like, oh well, I need, I want somebody to take me out, you know, or like I want to do this. No, nah, like there's no fucking excuses, dude. Like, like I I did all of this. I, I can't even say I like my dad and I did all of this fishing, bro, by ourselves. We would look at the map and we would we would go and travel the road and we would find the dirt road and we would find the fucking body of water and we would learn it. We would see what's in it. We had a great time. And then I applied that to when I went to like the lakes and stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm like, OK, so I first of all, I need to learn how to fish a lake because I'm from the banks, you know. I struggled a lot. I struggled like super, super hard, but I needed to learn 
my left turns, my right turns, because there's all kinds of channels, bro. You can get lost, yeah. you know? I don't want to be that guy. So I would study the map on, like, at the time, the internet wasn't really that good. So I think it was Google Maps, but it was just, like, a basic image of the lake, you know? And so that's what I used to maneuver throughout. And then, um, and then we went to the river for the first time. So what I did was I got note cards, bro. And I took mental or no, I was, I, cause I didn't have a phone back then either. Like I, I wasn't, I don't think I was allowed to have a phone or something like that. And I would go on the computer and I would draw the river on a, uh, on a note card. card. No shit. Yeah, on an index card, bro. I would draw the river, the turns, and then I'm like, okay, so that's where this lake is, this one, and that one. That's the four I'm going to fish today. And then I broke it down, and I, dude, that's how I learned the whole river, bro. And then if somebody, if I jumped on a boat with somebody, then they taught me something else. And then you got to learn the sandbar. So, like, after all that, bro, like, I mean, it's just, like, one foot in front of the other just kept going, 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 learning, 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 bro. And there's been a lot of people like along the way that helped me, you know, learn different things too. Cause I, I'm not going to say like, I learned everything by myself. Like that's, that's a lie. Like I had not mentors, but just other people that, um, helped me along, you know, my little journey. Yeah. That's yeah. How, yeah. Bro. And that's how we got into bass fishing. And then after we got the boat, Oh no, let me tell you this, bro. So we went to the river for the first time. Mm-hmm. And, and dude, we didn't know how strong that bitch was dude that thing was flowing bro we didn't have an outboard motor we had a 12 foot boat nothing built into it just a front trolling motor yeah and that was it bro this is the day i lost my camera because i didn't know and dude i caught like a seven pound bass and none of it's on video everything is just deleted because my camera fell to the bottom of the river and i jumped in and ended up grabbing it um because i had it on a tripod and i was shooting off like a canyon uh three uh three ti or something like that Mm, yeah yeah like the lower end ones and so bro we go to the river and the next thing you know um we're like we're like way down river bro i have no idea where the fuck we're at we're like we're like it's time to go home so we get the little you know what we didn't have a front trolling motor we had the backhand one and so we had one battery, bro. And so we tried to go upriver and it just like pushed us straight back into the Thule's, dude. And we're like, whoa. And uh, I actually have this one on video um, or some of it. It's called Sheriff Saves the Day, dude. And, a sh- and the sheriffs had to like pull us back to the river. They're like, where are your life jackets? And I'm like, we don't got no life jackets. <laughs> it, was, it was our like first time on a boat, dude. Like we didn't know it was legal the legal you know things we had to have like the fire extinguisher a fucking whistle or a horn we're like what the, what is that you know yeah they didn't yeah. give it bro luckily they didn't give us a ticket but they fucking they saved us dude they took us back to the marina and then after that after that it got really real we're like all right we need this this and that the river is this strong so we need a motor and we need a front trolling motor and we need two batteries for it. And dude, it just went on from there. It was like, it was like, it's still been endless, like to this day, bro. And so like, that's kind of like the introduction of my bass fishing life. And then I started doing the YouTube a while ago or around that time too. So it was all working out. I was like, hell yeah, I love this. 
Damn, dude, that's fucking, that's a story right there. That's gnarly, huh, dude, how, like, one thing led to the other and then another. I still have those books, too, that I was reading on bass, on, yeah, bass fishing. It's crazy, bro. No shit. Yeah, like, I've been doing this, I'm, like, literally, like, insane, bro. Like, um, I don't know how long Mike Gilbert's been fishing, but he has like this uh, saying in his videos like insanity is doing the same thing over and over and, and mm-hmm. expecting a different result bro dude i feel like me myself and the homie billy bro we take that to a different level dude of insanity because <laughs> oh bro we've done some things dude that you'll be like why would you why would anybody ever do that you know yeah but the end results are beautiful so, yeah, dude, that's, that's, that's fucking. That's that's a wicked ass story. Like just like how you said, it started. It started with accidentally catching a bass, and then like the next day, going to Barnes and Noble and looking for all these books and like matching up the fish and getting these books and just fucking learning everything about them. Like that's badass. That's badass as hell, dude. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, bro, like that one fish changed everything like we said we literally were like fuck catfishing bro like what do we got to do to catch one of these and then that was and then we went into it dude and then like canal fishing i know that like the back of my hand bro freaking it's easy bro it's easy everyone like thinks like oh well i need this and i need a 300 reel bro you know what kind of reels i rock right now bro what you got? I throw I throw sixty dollar lose reels. I think they're seventy bucks now from Walmart, and they're magnificent, dude. Like that's all I run. I don't buy a three hundred dollar reel. I don't need it. I literally don't need it, and I still catch the same caliber fish that everybody is chasing or whatever. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And a bunch of them too, dude. And I'm like, dude, you don't need all that stuff. Like, there's no, there's no excuse for someone to say, well, like, I don't have this and I don't have that. So if like someone's listening right now and you think like, I want to get into fishing, well, just do it. Like, go to Walmart and buy, buy the combo there. Like, it's thirty bucks or something. Like, don't go and buy the seventy dollar combo. Or maybe if you can afford to do that one, then just fucking literally, just do it, bro. That's all you have to do. Yeah, that's dude, my advice to people. Yeah, people people get caught up in like what they have to have to maybe not be successful, yes. like to get into it. And it's just like, nah, dude, like you literally just need a rod and a reel and some line and yeah. go out there and just catch fish. Yeah. Now if you like want to dabble like deep into it and like and like get with it, like like me, I buy like my fishing rods are um they're Billy. They're from Billy's like old company when he used to make fishing rods. So my rods are unicorns, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't throw. I don't throw like those fancy swim bait rods. Um, they look cool. They I have felt them a few times, but I'm. Ne- it's never been enough to be like, yeah, I'm gonna drop four hundred on this rod. Which you know, it's funny because like the rods I bought, they're all like three hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> um, so I have like seven of them. So. I invested my money there because I was like, bro, what better way to throw a swim bait made by the same guy who made the fucking rod for it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, so I was like, I just matched it. And I was like, dude, these rods, yeah, like, my, I have, like, guides missing in mine right now. Like, I need to re, 
fucking get them put on there. But until they all fall off and I can't hook set on a fish, dude, then then I'll replace it. But for the most part, dude, I'm just like, if you can do it cheaper, hell yeah. The things I will spend money on though, like are a uh, fishing line and mm. like a certain brand of fishing line that I like and like an owner beast hook just because I feel like they're made better um than most but like but I'd say like those are the two material things that like I feel like I need but other than rod bro like you can do it off a regular rod you just gotta make sure you're like medium heavy is the right medium heavy for the bait you're gonna use you know yeah it's it's funny that you said um line is the big thing because you know everybody's got their own preference and i think it often gets overlooked that that's the only thing that's connecting you to the fish that has that fucking bait in its mouth like you know if there is any imperfection in that line there's a chance that it just snaps off and you either lose the fish or you lose your bait too like you lose both and (laughs) And yeah, so, like, I don't know. I'm I'm gonna be straight up. Like, I'm not picky about my line at all. If it's the pound I want, like, I'll fucking give it a real. Yeah. I check my Bro. line from fishing the river <laughs> and stuff. Hell yeah, dude! Like, I mean, if it's trilene and that's all I got, well, as long as it's 15 pounds, and I'm gonna throw it, you know. Dude, but... I I fish I fish trilene when I got to dude. That's what I got spooled up right now. 14 pound trilene. That's what I'm running on my medium heavy and. Hell it, yeah. And haven't had a problem with it, you know. Yeah, exactly, dude. Until it breaks, bro, then we got to put new trilene on that thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I cut off fucking six hundred times, and I only have ten yards. Yeah. We're going to buy another fucking eight, nine dollar spool line and respooling that bitch. Yeah, dude. And like, I get it. I know how fishing is. Like, you got to market this, man. My sponsors, blah blah blah, or whatever. But like, bro. If you got a favorite line, just go with that line um, and stick with it. Like, if you don't care, then who cares? But, like, and I, I feel like I'm, like, contradicting myself, too. Because, like, if you're throwing, like, a $500 swim bait, like, I'm pretty sure you're going to throw $200 fishing line for it, you know? Yeah, but, yeah. But honestly, dude, dude, dude I'll, be, just I'll be real with you right here. And and this is probably gonna make people cringe, but since I kind of have a heavier rod for like the big swim baits, dude, I I fish I fish big game mono with my mother, like with with my Roman bait mother. That's all I fish twenty five pound big game mono, and I'll replace it. You know, once once every week and a half to two weeks, I replace it, and it's like, oh no, I just bought six dollars worth of line, and it's like three hundred yards. Oh no, like I'm so broke. <laughs> It's like it, yeah. it works, dude. Like I feel like when line gets that high up there, like when it gets past twenty five pound, you know, it, dude. Like I feel like it's all the same. Not okay. I'm gonna say it's all the same shit, and that's probably not what I mean. But like twenty five pound line is twenty five pound line. You know, as long as it's mono or floral, whatever, it's the same stuff. I feel like. Yeah. Well, bro, what is it? Um, like the Cabela's brand is the same as the Seaguar, but just slapped out with a different label. Damn, I didn't know that. I guess I didn't even know Cabela's sold line or Bass Pro sold or made line or whatever. Yeah, they have their own line. But let's see, that's what a lot of companies do. Like it's they like buy a wholesale price and turn around. Yeah, and sell bro. It. It's like your it's like your ketchups. Like how are you gonna tell me that Heinz is different than Hunt's? Right. But yeah, maybe yeah. it just changed the bottle and like change the color of it a little bit. It's just marketing, yeah. I feel like. 
it's like frosted flakes and then like you know covered flakes or whatever the off brand is like it's the same yeah bro thing. It's, it's the same thing it's literally the same thing so like and people will probably disagree like it's not the same bro and i'm like okay well whatever floats your boat man you know go for it but for yeah, me people, people like, are turning off the podcast right now bro you know when i turn you know when i change my fluorocarbon is when i can't make a long enough cast bro and usually i i change it at the end of summer going into my winter season from my braid to my fluoro yeah yeah and then that fluoro stays on there bro until i get the gnarliest rat's nest or until i run out of line through the summer bro yeah like i still have line on from the winter on my in my videos that like i just dropped one the other day and then i'm gonna drop one I don't know. I think this uh, this week or next week. I don't know. Um, by the time this comes out, though, the video will be dropped. And in that video, bro, I have had the same lines since winter in that thing, dude. And I'm like, I'm I'm hook setting hard too on those fish, dude. So, and I like, I don't care, you know. Like, there's there's just that like fine line of like everyone has their personal preference. My personal preference is just like. A little bit more like nonchalant you know yeah yeah and dude like don't even get me started on braid braid doesn't leave the braid doesn't get torn off the reel until there's only four yards left and then i have to put it on like the pitching rod <laughs> like bro literally dude it's on so expensive ever. bro yeah what's dude. it like 26 dollars for 200 or 100 yeah yards an hour or dude nah i went the other day 150 yards uh 80 pound braid was 32 bucks dude and i was like what and then i went to fucking dude i went to walmart it was the same line 17 bucks the catfish one is that what you're talking about uh the uh, power pro no yeah because because power pro has like a catfish selection too of braid and that stuff's uh, like, of course they do. Bro. I don't know how much cheaper it is, but it is definitely cheaper. I don't know if it goes up to eighty. It might only go up to like you know forty-five or fifty. But no, I buy the I buy the eighty-pound braid. Well, dude, see, check it out. Like, if you fish fifty-pound braid here, you're gonna you're gonna fail. You're gonna break your shit. Really? Yo, yeah, dude, one hundred percent. If you're not going sixty-five and up, then you're you're gonna lose a giant fish. You're gonna break off or like the the cane is so sharp it'll cut your line damn dude I, i've always fished 65 i've never never felt like going lower had a fucking difference like if you're flipping or fishing a frog or you know whatever yeah. it may be like i never dude i was this i've talked about it before and probably people cringe and punch the air dude up here lake michigan you know 20 30 foot visibility i was fishing 65 pound braid on my glide baits like i didn't give a bro shit. yo i fish swim baits with fucking with straight braid too dude and like people always cap on it and i'm like how do you know bro like i know okay so the homie cj and phoenix he he does tell me like the fish in the lakes get a little line shy yeah yeah but dude i went i think i went over there one time and i think the only i think i caught a six and a half pound bass on a swim bait on straight braid at roosevelt lake and i was like boom roasted you know yeah yeah. (laughs) i felt like a g that's the only fish i've ever caught um in those up in those lakes actually i've been skunked at all of them dude i don't i just don't have enough time on the water over there yeah but 
it, it can't be that hard, bro. Like, if I fished every day over there, I think I'm pretty sure I would learn it. Yeah. Dude, how about the sonar, bro? What do you think about that? Oh, dude, I'll be straight up. Like, I, I don't have a preference. Like, I don't have a fucking boat. And if I had a boat, I probably wouldn't have the spare money to to yeah like i I fished i fished with a buddy who had who's had it once like i don't get to fish on boats often but he had it and it was it was super super cool like it was super cool it wasn't really dialed but it was just cool to kind of see like your bait and stuff and and see blips okay i think that's a fish and and i will say it's it's badass don't get me wrong but yeah billy got it too bro and i heard it and he's like bro you have i haven't seen it yet bro he's like bro it's fucking the sickest thing ever yeah, but, and, and what I'm scared of is, so up here, if you ice fish without, like, you know, when I was younger, I didn't have a fish finder while ice fishing, so, you know, you're just fucking sitting there jigging, waiting for a bite, and then yeah. and then you get, like, one of those little Vexlar units that's that's that little circle screen I'm sure you've probably seen before that the, yeah. like, the old gas boats came with, and so, like, dude, you get one of those, and it's a game changer. You can drill a hole put that thing down there without even having to get your rods out of your bucket. And you can be like, okay, I don't see any fish here. Or, oh, there's a crappie down there at 10 foot. You fucking pull your rod out, catch that fish, walk to the next hole. And I feel like, and, and, and once you have a fish finder, you can't, you can't go back. Like, so when I was growing up, I only had one. And if my parents would go, my dad, my, my dad bought it and it was his, I would just always take it. So if they were going to a different lake, they'd take the fish finder and I would pretty much either not fish that day or I would go with the lake. I would go to the lake they're going to because fishing without a fish finder, you feel like a fucking caveman. And that's like, I'm scared if, <laughs> if I was to fish on a buddy's boat long enough yeah. and, like, and be on the front, like it would take the enjoyment out of just going out on my, on my paddle board and catching fish because I'm like, I, dude, I don't know where the fucking fish are. And then you, you become, bro, it, that's it, what that I'm crutch. saying too, dude. So like, like Billy has it, right? And uh, it's super cool, but but at the same time, like he already knows how to fish, bro. Right? Yeah. You know, like that, like that dude's a stick, and so I feel like I feel like I know how to fish as well. So if like I added that to me, like it would just be like a cool thing. But for the people that like don't know how to fish and they get that, so that way it could teach them. Like, what happens when that fails, bro? Like, what do you? Like, granted, it probably will never fail, but if it does, like. What do you do? Like, you just go blank? Yeah, like, you know, you <laughs> charge a battery or something or a connection gets all fucky and, and you don't have it for a day. And it's like, like well, you just not go to the lake? Cause yeah, like, or, or you got to try to, like, ground yourself and be like, okay, like, I don't need that. But it's like, fuck, it'd be really nice if I had it so I knew that there was fish on this laydown or if I'm wasting my time type thing. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Um I don't know. I think I think the biggest and the coolest things that have come out and uh, that have changed the game in bass fishing are the is spot lock, bro. Spot lock is ingenious. The uh, obviously the sonar that we're at, you know, the level that we're at with it um, in this day and age is incredible. And uh, also, what else? What, there was one more thing, bro. There was one more thing that I think was like mega game changing to the world of bass fishing power but those, poles, the, nah dude see power poles aren't i think power poles in the talons are garbage dude i would i think they're straight up a waste of money bro because like what if the lake's 100 foot deep you know or 50 foot yeah. deep like it's what like, do you like, wait 
if you're if you're bed fishing like up on St. Clair or something and it's twelve yeah. foot the whole thing, it's like power poles the fucking way, man. These things are the best things yeah. ever. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Bro. Deep. But yeah, like our river, like uh, I don't know, like to get into the backwater, like you gotta you can't because if you have them like you'll mess them up or they can't fit through the little tight hole. But yeah, yeah. And other lakes too, like maybe certain places, like maybe like Okeechobee too. I've never been there, but I'm sure there's like places where there's flats and stuff that yeah. it works. But as far as like game changing though, like super mega game changing, bro. Yeah. Like I got, I got one for you. I got one for you. Which one? Mapping units on graphs. What do you mean mapping units? I'm new so, to this, so like I don't, I don't mapping, know. Mapping units is in like it's a GPS, so you can see where you're at on the lake type thing. So, you, so like, so, so you're not fucking writing down the directions on note cards in the library. Oh, yeah. I feel like I that's think, big. So I got a new boat, and I think my graphs they came with two graphs. I think that they do that because I see a red line, and it shows like where the boat has been. Which graphs are they? Something ten, a bird uh, humming. Hummingbird, the Helix Ten. Yeah, the Helix Ten Hummingbird. Yeah, I th- I think those probably have it. We're like, yo, know, bro, you said that you like, can. oh, dude, are you like, are you hating on my Helix Tens, dog? You said that real. No, no, like, no, dude. Yeah. <laughs> wow, dude. No, I'm, I'm saying I'm there's sni- like, I'm sniffing the hatred right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just I'm saying, like, bro. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying there's like. There's so many units out there and like they come out with new shit so often. It's like, okay, it's, it's kind of like the iPhone, like fuck, which iPhone didn't have the home button type thing. Like which one uh, didn't okay. have the iPhone jack? Like, I don't know. I don't know which Helix. I, I'm like, I'm pretty sure yours probably has the, the, uh, like the mapping on it where you can at least see where you are. But dude, the other thing with that is, is like, you might have to buy a little chip, like a little SD card that goes into it to even register the lakes you're on. Oh like my they, god, bro! That's like, fucking yeah. Like they come with like a blank. Like they don't know where they are, and so like the like they sell a Midwest chip that you know has a majority of the lakes in the Midwest what? on there. All crazy, bro! I didn't know. See, like, like, like I said, like I'm still learning the fishing. I'm still learning, bro, as a fisherman, and yeah. I don't know jack squat about electronics or how they work or. You know what I use mine for, bro? Is water temperature. That's Dude, literally that's all I, I use mine for. Water that's temp all and I depth. care about. Yep. <laughs> water temp and depth. And and now I can see if like, oh, damn, there's a little hump right there. That makes sense, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, dude, ah, bro, yeah. I feel like as far as like game changers in the fishing world, I think, I think those three are pretty solid choices i'm sure other guys like know about different things but i'm not that invested i just know that spot lock is fucking awesome because i could fish in the wind finally (laughs) and and uh and i haven't seen billy's fucking graphs yet but yeah yeah dude he says it he did he says he's like bro he's like i can watch them eat my swim bait bro it's epic i'm like dude that's crazy bro that's so cool i think that's so cool um I think though, if you're a new fisherman and you go that route, good luck to you. You know, you're, yeah. I don't, I don't think you're gonna learn nothing, dude. I'm gonna. I've I've referred to this video um a couple times in the podcast, like over these last you know twenty episodes of this video that I'm gonna just kind of screenshot the thumbnail and send to you. So this okay. guy has has that sonar that that Billy has, like that forward facing you know Garmin stuff. 
and they're they're vertical jigging off of off of the side of the boat, right? And they literally watch they're they're vertical jigging for pike and muskie. And there's a point in time where there's a fish underneath him and it turns sideways and you can you can see the fins and shit on this fish like 20 foot down on the graph like you can see Dude, that's crazy bro you can see the shape of this fish hold on I'm, I'm about to text you this picture real quick oh that's the wrong guy oh one sec here oh no the nudie bro i don't want those <laughs> i just saw that i saw that little t and i almost i almost texted the wrong guy but i just sent you that picture you can zoom in on the left side that little thumbnail right there and Let's dude see. it's the craziest thing ever that is crazy, bro. Yeah, dude. See, like that's nuts. That's like some military grade kind of stuff. Yeah. And and the <laughs> thing is, like, so we have that. And, they should have used that to find the submarine, bro. They probably would have found it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Right. You you were talking about how like, you know, you're not you're invested into it, but you're still learning stuff as far as like electronics and stuff go. Because that was something that you were never super into. So, you know, this stuff has been out for probably probably about almost five years now. Like the the first beginnings yeah. of it have been out for about five years. Dude, so, so you gotta think you gotta think in the next probably three to four years, there's gonna be like another huge advancement, you know. And and we can sit here and we can think about what it's gonna be, and there's a good chance that it's nothing that we could even imagine. Like, I you know, bro. Fifteen yeah. years ago. 15 years ago, if you and your dad were talking, you're like, oh my gosh, dad, wouldn't it be crazy if there was these things on boats and you could just see all the fish in front of you and your dad's like, yeah, dude, that's never going to happen type thing. Oh, and then boom, look at, I can see yeah. the fucking fins on this fish. Yeah, yeah dude, exactly. Freaking, oh, dude, that's crazy. I think, I think, well, fishing has grown too. Like fishing has grown a lot because God, I could tell because all these humans are on my river, dude. And sometimes it's sometimes it's annoying. I'm like, bro, it's crazy because I used to only see local fishermen out there. And now it's and like now tourists I, and stuff. Every time, every time I see boats out there, and I love everybody. Like it's all love and stuff. But, um, like just put yourself in my shoes. You know, like if you're listening to this, like for one second, if like the internet's changed, COVID even affected it. Um just with people not working and stuff and they had more time to fish or whatever, but just you go to the river or the lake and like you, you never see a person that you used to see before. It's always like some fancy boat or cause down here, bro, like everyone usually runs an aluminum boat just mm -hmm. so that way. Cause you're going to scratch it and maybe hit it on a sandbar and um, this and that. But you see like these, you see like, fucking 19 helix 10s on a boat and like forward facing sonar and like a 39,000 volt trolling motor on there you know and with the 250 it's crazy bro like all like all the gadgets that these guys come out with and i'm like bro like like go home right, <laughs> all yeah. crazy i all messed up no but it's it, like serious at the same time because it's like dude i see people out like yeah go do what you're gonna do just go to california though Oh, crazy, huh? <laughs> I feel like I'm throwing shade right now, bro, because it's just, it's grown. Like, the sport has grown so much, and obviously it affects the fishing, too. So, um, but the thing is, too, not everybody knows how to fish, which is cool, because then that still leaves enough for me to poke, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
it dude i don't know it, and like like you said it's grown so much and dude this this like just fishing in general but the swim bait world and this dude. is something we talked about a lot too dude it has gotten absolutely insane i've i've heard from people now that like you know these company these these big tackle stores that are buying like uh the shad brush tail like the hard glide baits they're getting like they're like these glide baits are outselling like D bombs and stuff like that. Like they're selling more swim baits than they are conventional stuff right now. Yeah, bro. That me and, me and Billy have talked about that. We're like, bro, the swim bait game, like, is 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 going out of control. And that goes to all those, goes back to all these brands, bro. And like, dude, the best one hands down out there is the chicken gizzard and the crispy chicken, dude. Silicone, yeah, yeah. silicone soft body swim bait, dude. It will literally never rip on you bro it will not rip on you bro and the best part is dude you can beast hook them you can throw them on braid you can uh you could take the beast hook out with the screw lock and you can line through the bait dude have it swim on top with the treble hook bro that's dope as hell bro you could throw it on fluorocarbon mono whatever would literally whatever you like and it's fucking awesome bro and then on top of that the silicone mend it that billy has bro yeah um dude phenomenal like if you throw a what are the other brands of silicone swim baits uh, i think burrito. Uh, burrito yeah burrito like it works on those yeah if yeah. your if your swim bait rips you could put this silicone mend on there bro and it heals it perfectly yeah it's, that's actually that's actually super dope because gail who's the guy behind burrito you know he he might offer a glue but he doesn't like you know push it or, or it's really ever on his site too much i don't think but yeah he always, he always recommends that like uh marine silicone glue but like dude you're buying like a whole caulk tube of it i think and it's like yeah i only need it for a little bit like i only need like a little yeah little nail polish jar size of it yeah yeah this one's a, a decent sized tube that billy offers bro and it's it's worth it bro it's so worth it dude Bro, I've caught, I have like three baits right now that have caught easily over 100 fish each on them, and they just like mangled, bro. But I keep putting the silicone on them, and and it just mends them right back up. It's not like the mend it for the Plastisol. Bro, Plastisol is so old and cringe nowadays, bro. To, to me, like a Plastisol swim bait, dude, is, is honestly, and this sounds messed up, but it's disgusting, bro. Like... Like when you leave it out in the sun, you can't, you cannot leave your tail bent or it's going to warp. You mm-hmm. can't, it has to go back in the packaging. It has to be perfect. It has, it, like, it has to do this. It has to do that, bro. Silicone, I leave, bro. And think about it. Like I fish in, I fish in Yuma, Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona. Like it's hot here. It's today was a hundred and uh, I think 112. Yeah. Fuck and all that. So, <laughs> yeah bro so your car gets even hotter and i leave all my baits in the car tails twisted dude and i pull the baits out and they're straight as an arrow bro like i'm over plastisol swim baits like i'm i'm, a, I'm not gonna lie i'm a hater on the plastisol dude i'm not i'm not a fan dude like after billy finally like found this recipe and stuff and made these baits i told him dude, i was like this is literally the best swim bait that i think that has honestly ever been made like even the the chicken gizzard bro i love that bait dude the profile the size the weights you should see the way it swims bro it beats 
it beats all these other swim baits. I'm so confident, bro, that I could go to Texas right now and fucking demolish everybody on those swim baits. Like, that confident. If I went to Florida, bro, it'd be even uglier. Like, if I went to California, dude, those fish have never seen one, bro. I mean, for the guys that have, like, the Delta, the California Delta, I would destroy them, dude. Like, that's literally what they're eating. Bro, the other day I went to the lake, Mm-hmm. And bro, between me and my dad, we caught like we caught like thirty fish, bro. Damn, just dude. on yeah, on and my dad swim baits, dude. My dad can swim bait, like that's how easy it is, dude. Like, like people are like, "Well, this is too big" or whatever. Like, no, like it's a six and a half inch swim bait. That's the regular one. The five five is the one everyone likes to buy. But then you get to the seven five, bro. Like, dude, you're missing out. Like, now you're hunting. Now you're like hunting for something like worth putting like taking yeah bro like taking a picture of but with the smaller swim baits too the five five dude we've caught giants on that we've caught giants on the six on all of them bro like this bait is the swim baits are so good dude that i'm like i'm anti all other swim baits because i'm like if it's plastisol it's already garbage dude it's gonna last me one fish maybe maybe a handful of them then I got to mend it, and then the mend it's always ugly, bro, because it's, like, essentially melting the bait back together when silicone yeah. just bonds to itself, bro, and it doesn't leave a burn mark. It doesn't – you don't have to have, like, a tool or syringe, like, nothing. None of that. It, it eliminates the entire process, that entire mission, and and it gets shit done, bro. And when it blows out, when the hook blows through the bait, dude, you put it back, and it just, like – it's, like, normal. Mm-hmm. it's it's not like plastisol where if it blows out through the back now you got a giant hole that you have to mend it yeah or it's gonna keep blowing out bro um as far as like the hard body swim baits i can't talk much on them because again i don't i don't do that you know but billy has this one that he he made a handful of them he's gonna probably hate me for saying this but put it in here leave it in here he made a handful of these uh of um of these swim the hard body swim baits dude oh yeah, my yeah. god dude that guy can make some baits bro you see this bait and you're like dude like you you feel if you're a swim bait collector you're like you just you see it and you're like dude i gotta have that if you're a fucking like if you're a big fish chaser or whatever you look at it and you're like bro i have to have that dude it's they're <laughs> epic bro they're so epic like this fool's a fucking genius, bro. I love this guy so much. He's he's cool. And um, um, when it comes to making baits, bro, and fishing in general, it's like I've learned a lot from that guy, man. Uh, a lot, a lot. And he's so we like before we never kicked it all the time, but like I would go out and do my thing with the swim baits, and I would learn something, you know, and then I'd tell him, and then. He would show me something and I'm like, whoa, like that's fucking cool, bro. But the like overall, like the baits, dude, like how paper thin he's gotten the uh the chicken gizzard to be, bro. Like and it's crazy, bro, because he's had in the past people mold his baits and copy them, you know. Bro, no. good luck. Good good luck trying to do this one, bro. Like if you could do it, like kudos to you, but it's probably gonna be plastisol and dog shit. Oh man, dude, I was going off on tangent right there, dude. I'm, I'm like, so I want to go fish right now, bro. I know it's lit, dude. <laughs> yeah, and and I'll kind of I'll kind of pick your brain about about the bait, like chicken gizzard and stuff like that. So, 
I mean, is is there a way you fish it, or are you just fucking casting it everywhere, and it, it just seems to be catching well, fish? Well, what you're doing, nah, bro. You got to like again. It goes back to like conventional fishing. Yeah, like you yeah. got you got to know what the fish are doing, bro. Like, are they on the edge? Are they spawning? What's in the water? What moon phase is it? What's my water temp? What's my outside temperature is there wind is there no wind is there a storm coming in is there grass growing is it muddy water is it as the water drop today is it high is it low mm-hmm. um like all of that bro all of that comes into play dude you can go out and just like like skip a bank or whatever and, and like catch one or two fish bro but if you really know what you're doing and eventually you get to that this phase in life but you understand like right now bro i know i can go out and catch 20 fish easy dude just based off of what the fish are doing what they're eating uh the moon phase we just left um what other fish species is spawning what my water lake temperatures are like based off of all that like i i'm so confident that if we won v1 over here i would destroy you like even at bro even even um even if i went to go fish where you are at Mm -hmm. i have enough confidence bro that i'm gonna beat you dude on this bait just based off of looking at the water because you guys have a i don't so there's probably some discrepancies on this bro but i feel like fishing here in arizona is not easy dude like it is fishing bro like not at all yeah you you would catch you know you'd go catch your 30 40 fish in a day out there you'd probably okay so say you came here for a week and and we just fished on one lake and you know i bet you after three days of kind of figuring out how the lake sets up and stuff and you know just kind of dial on it if you're catching 30 fish out there on swim baits you'd probably come out here and do no lie you'd probably double if not catch a hundred a day like i'm i'm completely serious about that bro i i see videos i see videos of guys like throwing like a ridiculous ass bait and i'm like bro if they bite that dude like and like i don't believe everything i see on the internet i'm like skeptical because you know like i edit videos i know how things can be manipulated or whatever but i'm like bro like look at these fish bro like these fish seem like like oh my god dude like i want to go like i want to fish so many lakes over there and and i and we and billy talked about this bro i'm like bro if we went over there dude we would smash we would destroy dude dude you guys you guys should come up here like beginning or mid of april with that with that five and a half inch chicken gizzard and oh, St. Clair, can you sink it down to the bottom and drag it like you would a mag draft or not a mag draft, like a dark sleeper, like on a beast hook? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. So if so, if you sink Bro. that thing down and pulled it over this floating or this like suspended timber, I mean, we dude, we caught a seven, Small we caught a seven gosh. pound largemouth in Michigan oh. this spring on a dark sleeper, and dude, once that is happened, that big, is that... oh, dude, that's that's like. So to put okay. it in perspective, I've only seen maybe four or five seven pound fish post. That's like a that's like a that's Michigan. like a double that's like a DD then, huh? Oh, dude, that's like that's probably like equivalent, yeah, to about a ten or eleven down there. Like, like it's it's what? like that. That I will say that is the first ever seven pounder I've seen in my life. Dude, that's crazy, bro. That's crazy because like that 
caliber or size of fish is so normal over here, bro. Like, like, and I'm not shitting on it. No, I no, it. no. I, it's I, like, I like that's, that. that's like I was that's, telling. I was talking to Marshall. Like my PB is only like five ten, and when I was yeah, down there, but that's when I was big, there, though. Yeah, when I was down there fishing with Marshall, and I was like, "Wow," he's like, "What?" I'm like, "I'm literally in the middle of this lake." And I could take a cast right now, and I could catch an eleven pounder, and I could I could go I could catch an eleven pounder, or I could catch you know five, six, seven pounders in a day. And I'm like that. Yeah. You know, you'd have to fish your whole life to catch that many you know eight or nine pounders in Michigan. Like that just it yeah happen. And I was like, wow, that's a crazy. Dude, that's crazy, bro. Uh, is Michigan? Is that where Malax is that? No, no, that's Minnesota. So that's two states to the west. Bro, I want to fish that lake so bad too. Dude, I don't I know why. I just lake. I'll be I'll be honest. Just, like, I hate that lake. It's probably dog shit, but everyone like hypes it up so hard that I just feel like hey, I gotta go to it. You know? <laughs> yeah, I understand. Dude, that there's like sure. there's like a handful of lakes that like I want to go to just because Malax is one of them. Okeechobee's another one. Uh, I'm I know that there's better bodies of water, but just bucket list like one day. Relax, Okeechobee, Lake Fork, because I feel like everyone fishes that in Texas. And then, uh, and then I honestly, I never want it. And then, oh, yeah, the California Delta. I want to fish that. Mm, yeah, uh, yeah. One day in life. Um, I'm sure there's other bodies of water that are way better, but dude, I don't know. Um, just to cross it off a bucket list, but dude, I still feel like if I go over there with the swim bait, I would. I would murder, bro. Like, like with this, with the five five, a six five, and a seven five. I'm like, dude, you just gotta learn the water temperature real quick, and yeah, I make it seem like it's all easy, huh? Which <laughs> it is. It's not that fucking hard. I mean, you look in the water and you're like, okay, this looks good, you know. And then you're like, okay, well, what do I got going on here? Is there vegetation? Is there tree stumps? Is there rocks? Is what are they relating to? You know. Because mm-hmm. the smallmouth here, they relate to certain things, like, in the current. Um, and I don't know, dude. I every Everywhere I go, I apply what I've learned, and I take it to another lake, and it fucking works. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know, dude. I, I'm, I feel like I sound cocky right now, but I am, bro. I'm pretty confident in that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. But I, I feel like if you took that to Malax, sunk it down, you know, to that. 14 foot of water and literally all we were doing like i've only ever been there once and we almost caught 30 pounds for our best five and i'm like i don't know if i should ever go back that's that's such a crazy day like it was literally dude just some crazy ass fishing there i'd be there every day after that just dude we were catching four and a half and they weren't doing anything to our bag like i was cracking small now yeah yeah dude dude my my buddy dude so dude Dude, listen to this. My buddy caught a six nineteen smallmouth. Two casts what? later, our other our other buddy in That's the boat our state caught that. record, bro. <laughs> yeah, two casts later, our other buddy in the boat caught that seven pounder. So we had we had over what? thirteen pounds of fish in like five casts. Dude, did you see that double digit smallmouth? Uh with uh, fuck, I don't it? know who caught it, but like, oh, are you talking about the one that was caught up here like last fall or? The spring? I don't know, bro. It was like within the last year, dude, a, like a double digit small jizzy, bro. Yeah. Epic, yeah, dude. Was, 
So that was on the Canadian side, but those guys are from Michigan. Yeah, dude, that was a fucking tank of a fish. Bro, that fish looked like it was like ready to kick the bucket, dude. I was like, damn, that's a dinosaur, dude. Like, imagine, bro, that biting. Dude, look how, look how fat that seven pounder is. I just sent you like. Damn, dude. See, see, your fish look way different than ours. And look how bundled up we are because it was like 40 degrees outside and it was raining the whole morning. <laughs> 40 degrees, bro. I'm good, dude. That would, hell no. I hate when it gets 75 here, dude. I mean, it's nice, but it's cold, bro. Yeah, dude. It's, bro, bro, I'm serious. 75 degrees, like, I'm fucking, I'm cold. I probably got a long sleeve on. No shit, dude. It gets that. It's been getting down to fifty here, like this summer at night, and it feels so fucking good. Oh, 50? bro. Yeah. It sucks because it's it's getting hot here now. Like this week, um, our nighttime temperatures stay at ninety, bro. Damn, dude. Fuck that. Like that was at straight. That was at six nineteen. Things sick, dude. My biggest is four and a half pounds, and believe it or not, that's like that's like your seven pound largey over there. Dude, yeah, I was gonna say four and a half, dude. I'll be honest, like I know guys that are local up here that don't have smallmouth PBs that big. What? Like my, mine's like right on the brink of being six. It's and embarrassing, I bro. Years ago, yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, I don't know, man. Like I feel like around here, not necessarily around here, but if you go to St. Clair in the spring, like you have a you have a very very good chance of catching the five and a half six pound smallmouth what dude i'm gonna take my i'm gonna take my kid and my lady over there be like, we're going to st Clair today what it's family like, vacation i've only <laughs> been there i've only been there once and like, like i said it's just like that was such a crazy day i don't know if i can ever go back and it's and it's like like they said like usually you can catch a, you'll catch you'll have a hundred fish day and they'll all be like, you know, three, four and a half, you know, the occasional five. Oh, what, bro? But every I'm there every day, out, dude. Every once in a while, you'll just go out there and just hammer big fish. Yeah. Dude. Oh, my God, bro. I'm getting horny talking about these fish, <laughs> dude. It makes me want to go. Dude, it's. Oh, uh... excuse me. The little burpees. Um, <laughs> dude, yeah, no, like, fishing. Here in Arizona is actually very, very difficult. Like, not everybody knows how to fish here. Like, people go out, they'll catch. Bro, like, me and my dad used to think, like, catching six fish in a day was, like, an epic day, bro. Like, that was good. Which it is good. Like, I'm not going to take that for granted, you know? Like, I don't want to hate on that, like, catching those six fish. Because you got to be grateful for, you know, the ones the world gives you, the ones that she pumps out to you. But... You always just want more, bro. Like, after you catch 20 fish in a day, like, you really want, you really want, like, you want that every single time, dude. And that you become addicted to it, bro. But, and that's only on swim baits, bro. Like, if I'm smashing them on swim baits, like, you probably don't want me throwing a conventional bait either, bro. Cause, like, cause, like, like, and I'll be honest, like, I, I don't do the tournament scene anymore. I'm not, I'm not a fan of fishing stressed out for eight hours trying to catch five little fish, you know? Um, it, it's not my cup of tea personally, but because also mainly I just go and I, I start throwing the swim bait and I don't ever put it down. And sometimes it bites you in the ass, you know, um, for swim, for tournament fishing. But 
if you conventional fish, then I could do it. I could do it, but I just don't want to because I think for me, conventional fishing has just gotten kind of boring, bro. Like, there's not that excitement of like, like throwing a crankbait isn't, you can't tell me is a lot more fun than throwing a fucking swim bait. I don't know. Right. Yeah. And if you've never done it, then you can't talk. You can't talk about it. You have no room to talk. If you've done it, then you can have it an opinion to it because we're all entitled to one but my opinion is swim baiting is a lot more fun than the conventional stuff oh dude i i agree with that 100 percent. it's a lot more fun to catch a three pounder to be able to yeah three pounder than like catch one yo-yo in the lipless or something like just straight up see and sometimes in the winter time here bro they will not touch a swim bait dude they will not do it like at all they will only bite a lipless or a crankbait or a chatterbait dude that's all they want they won't they won't touch a swim bait but you go out there and you check with the swim bait first bro because there's sometimes dude where they do want the swim bait and granted you could probably catch more on the lipless but the swim bait bite is so much more fun bro it's like oh my god i got another one dude like holy shit you're like, and, how big is it? And dude, like even here, um, I just sent you a picture of a 21 inch smallmouth we caught a couple of weeks ago. So that that fish, dude, I, you you probably know like what a depths 250 is, right? Uh, yeah, I know what the depths 250 is. Yeah. So, dude, I've I've caught <laughs> smallmouth on that bait, and so like, in 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 that in like around like when I'm fishing Lake Michigan and stuff. I catch a lot of fish on the big glide baits, but if somebody else is fishing with me, like that, that fish followed in, uh, I can't remember. I think it was a citizen. That fish followed in a six inch citizen, which isn't a crazy big bait. But like my friend was like, holy shit. He picked up, he was fishing like a, like a 2.8 inch Kai tech on a jig head, fucking dropped it down there. That fish turned on it, fucking ate it. And, and like, and like around here, like from a tournament fishing side of things and like just from you know if i'm fishing with a buddy who isn't into swim baits and stuff for them to see these caliber of fish and and have a chance at catching them because they're both yeah. side and they're just ready to eat they just weren't ready to eat my big bait like that dude that's like a super cool experience too like it, it's like yeah it, bro and it kind of it kind of is like you know guys are like oh you're not going to catch anything on that you know whatever whatever and then there's a 21 inch smallmouth that follows in your citizen or your glide bait and then they catch it like on a wacky rig or, you know, like a jig or just whatever it may be. And they're like, holy shit, that fish wanted to eat your bait. But, you know, you either ran out of room or whatever, whatever. Like the bait. Yeah, dude, yeah. They're like, holy shit. And not that that's going to get them into it. But then they're like, wow, like my little thing, my little, my little three inch Kytec is not pulling the same fish you are. It just, yeah, bro. It's, just, it's like a constellation. Dude, there's something. Yeah, there's something about it, like that draw power, dude, that a bigger bait does have. Yeah. And it's, that's, it's a real thing. Like, if you're listening to this and you think, like, nah, there's no way, bro, it's a real thing, dude. Like, I've had fish, dude, like, when uh, me and Billy went out and he threw out his, uh, we started throwing our eight and a half trout baits that he made. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the gizzard chat, but just in a trout form. dude. We were throwing the six five, the seven five all day, bro. Didn't did not want it. No, no fish, not even a follower. Same same pocket. Started throwing the eight five, bro. Dude, 
fish's reactions changed like that they started following it bro one blasted it at the boat dude it was insane bro like that drop power of a bigger bait like it makes your heart just start racing dude when you see one just like dunna dunna you know just come out like jaws starts playing in your head bro your heart starts racing and you're like oh my god and then it fucking swims away and you're like fuck dude like and then you just keep doing it after that because like that adrenaline, dude, that's what it's all about, bro. Freaking, ah, dude, stop sending me big pictures of <laughs> our big smallmouth photos, dude. Mm. Yeah, and, and, dude, the fucking the kick-ass thing, I'm going to be up at home this weekend. I'm go- like, So tomorrow I'm leaving work early, and, and my girlfriend and I and the dog are going up home to see my parents. And they've got my, my mom and my girlfriend have a bridal shower for my cousin's wedding so they're gonna be at that all morning saturday shit dude i'm going to the fucking pier the pier that i always fish on lake michigan and Uh, i'm either gonna whack some trout eating largemouth or i'm gonna drag a soft bait and probably catch some good largemouth or good smallmouth like it's not or, a of what or if i'm gonna catch it's just like what what and how am i gonna catch them on a swim bait there dang that's cool bro that's cool that's freaking Oh man, getting me all itchy, bro. Freaking, <laughs> bro, dude. Me and Billy are so crazy, dude. I don't even want to say this actually. Um, no, nah, I don't want to talk about that. I was like, you right. can say it, and we can cut it out, or you all know, right. bro, or you, you don't have to say it, it all. You don't have cut to say it. it all if you don't want. Yeah, cut this part out, bro. So, so we'll on we'll we'll uncut it right here. So this will be the first thing that people are hearing after we talk about cutting this. Okay, so, okay. Perfect. And and without talking about it, I will just say that's well, I can't even I can't even allude to saying that because everybody would know what we just talked about. So never mind. We just won't we'll just skip <laughs> over that. <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll start we'll start fresh. Hey, I probably have like um like another twenty minutes just to oh. let you know. So yeah, yeah, that's cool. What uh can we talk about uh maybe the most memorable way you were catching fish with the chicken gizzard, whether you were dragging it or ripping it along top or ripping it through pads. We'll talk about that for about 10, 15 minutes and then we'll close it up, get your social media shout outs, you know, plug shout outs like that. And then we'll wrap it up. For okay. The that works. Yeah. I'm down, bro. Freaking, um, what was the question? <laughs> what's like, what's been your most memorable bite you've been on for like the chicken gizzard? Like, like, maybe you were dragging it on bottom or ripping it through lily pads or flipping the baits up super shallow. Like what's, what's the one day that sticks out, whether you caught a bunch of fish or you caught a couple big fish doing a certain technique with the chicken gizzard. Oh, bro, dude. Oh, dude. There's so many awesome days. Uh, I think memorable day. I've had a lot of hellacious, beautiful days with Billy Skinner himself you know mm-hmm. going out there slaying fish and stuff but i think uh memorable like super memorable just like with my dad bro like like doing what me and billy did but just do it with my dad and then watching him do what i'm like telling him to do and he just starts slaughtering it bro like and it, it, it's so cool bro it's so cool it gets me so excited bro when my dad catches fish because he don't go all the time with me so yeah yeah um Dude, there's a couple multiple ways. There's different multiple, there's different ways to to do it with the with the glizzy. I call it glizzy, bro, because it's like glizzy. a hot dog for fucking. <laughs> it's a hot dog for fucking bass, dude. Um, you can uh, so 
so he had this version too that he came out with. he hasn't done it in a long while i don't know if he'll do it again but he made a harnessed one where you could put a treble hook on it oh hell yeah and, but yeah dude so that one i took the treble hook and i put a little a treble hook with a little shimmy on it like a little blade on it oh the little blades, bro, yeah. dude lights out bro they seen that thing and it was it was game over and open water fishing dude is like mega fun with the 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 chicken bro believe it or not yeah with the little glizzy bro um the five five gliz um and then there's the crispy chicken bro dude that bait is so sick too so sometimes bro they don't want they don't want the other profile they want like the they want the crispy one bro like there's something about it that they'll prefer over the other one and then vice versa dude other days they'll want the 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 chicken it's confusing there's a whole menu you know you gotta know the menu yeah, yeah. um <laughs> yeah dude so you gotta know what they're what they're honing in on because sometimes they don't want one or the other sometimes they want both when they want both it's like it's super easy bro um freaking i mean just throwing it onto the middle dude like knowing what's underneath the water what they're doing and like sometimes you're burning it back sometimes it it's like real slow bro and like you're taking the grass or you're popping it right over like a little rock ledge or something and then boom mm -hmm. they come out and smoke it dude like that i think that's that's what sticks in my brain bro is when i'm with my when i and when i tell my dad like how exactly how to do it and he gets slodged bro oh dude it's so fucking fun bro it's like and your bait never rips dude like you don't have to ever worry about it like it's the best thing in the world bro there's not that oily scent too you know how guys rub like scent on their baits yeah, or whatever yeah like to mask whatever i don't know to me plastisol has a lot of smell to it if you if you want to get into like the scent world um but the silicone doesn't dude it's just it's straight up magnificent bro like <clears throat> dude i love it bro dude if you can get one they're actually some on the website right now so i'm so surprised bro because the color he has up right now that no one's got and the six five size dude is is like the best color that ever made bro dude i i just I, I won't lie i was looking at the site and i was trying to see what he had in stock and i was like oh man i get paid Every, everybody everybody wants the five five dude like don't get me wrong the five five is like the perfect snack size um because you're from you're michigan huh so it's a little oh, different over there but dude, like so the, six and a half, I'd, I'd have no problem slinging around a six and a half inch. Soft. Dude, six and a half, all you need is a is a beast hook. You literally slide it in there, close the the harness part of it. You like you clamp it shut, and your bait will never rip. And when your bait turns inside out, because they will, because the fish hit it so hard that they turn the bait inside out. Mm -hmm. Um, you just turn it back outside in, and it's perfect, dude. You got a little pocket glizzy in there when it flips inside out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, dude, a little pocket gliz for them <laughs> stanky fish, dude. Uh. <laughs> oh man, Freaking, yeah. I think I think that's. I mean, that's my favorite bait, bro. That's my favorite type of way to fish it. You could skip it. You could cast it. You could slow roll it. You could burn it. You could bring it over the grass. You can you can do you can do whatever you want with it bro like 
that's the point where the chicken gizzard has gotten to now. It's like, it's fucking 10 out of 10 a bait. I think that every swim baiter should have in their tackle box, even tournament fishermen, bro. If you get your five fish and you're looking for a kicker, boom, mm-hmm. throw a five, five, throw a six, five. It's Damn, dude, <clears throat> looking at this picture he posted of May, this thing just fucking torn apart. Like just fucking just absolutely, you know, it's, it's not t- torn apart. It's not the right word, but it's, it's caught some fucking fish and all, all it is is just kind of little, like you can tell where teeth or like where the bass grabbed onto it and stuff. Oh, That's dude, kind of bro. So dude, I no got cares or anything. No, nothing, bro. Dude, I got video. Uh, I got some new videos coming out, um, explaining my old, like my really torn baits. Mm-hmm. Um, I got like the mend it video. Um, and you guys, everyone can see like the up closeness of like how fucking destroyed my baits actually are. I don't, I don't use a lot of new reels or stuff. Like my stuff is all haggard, but my baits dude is what I, I like to keep nice and nice and crispy, bro. And like, cause that's what catches the fish at the end of the day. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, dude, uh, bro, five, five. That's what we say. Five, five. That's that Fi Fi, you know? F Y E F Y E. Yeah, I'm gonna have I'm gonna probably have to snag one tomorrow. Dude, you should, bro. And everybody else that's listening, you guys it's my favorite. It's my favorite. If I go to a lake and I'm not throwing it, I'm a disgrace to myself, bro. Like it's that good of a bait that I think that it'll work anywhere. Just uh just a question. Um is there a little pocket? just where you have to slide the hook through and just penetrate a little bit of the plastic or plastisol or do you have to put it through the whole bait no you put it through the whole bait but it's it has a little lip where it sits it's weedless okay okay there's like you know, sure. and i mean i guess if you fuck it up you just you know you, you slap you slap a little bit of that glue on that on that bitty and it just fucking back to new bro dude on all you need is just a little tiny bit hey if i open up a video real quick to take a screenshot will that end the call uh i don't <laughs> know you can try it in worst case scenario i can pause the recording you can hop back on and we can wrap it up all right if i disappear you know what happened i, I think i think you'll be good i don't know we'll see <laughs> okay oh dang it's letting me listen to both Damn. um bro so i have this like little reel coming out and I'm stretching the bait, bro. Like stretching it to where like a plastisol bait would have ripped where it would just fucking blow up. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it, and it doesn't dude. Um, let me try to find this little damn dude. Screenshot his, of... his, his bluegill hard wide bait that he was making in 2019 is pretty sexy little thing right there. Yo dude, he's perfected that dude. It's so sick. Um, freaking, Dang it. It doesn't. Ah, dude, it doesn't do it justice. I can't. I got to, like, send you the whole video so you can see, but it's not edited yet. So I'm going to hold off on that. I'll send you I'll send you another clip um, after all this. Oh, yeah, man. <clears throat> Freaking. Um, but, yeah, dude, favorite bait. I mean, as far as, like, going to go and, and purchase it, you guys could follow. Or can I say that already or no? Yeah, no, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah we, we can wrap it no, up. Say your social media, say say where you can get these baits at and that sort of thing. Shout out yeah. any companies you work with or whatever it may be. Okay. Freaking, um, 
Yeah, but other than that, ladies and gentlemen, to everybody tuning in into the Scales and Tails podcast. I said that right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, into the Scales and Tails podcast. Freaking um, my favorite bait, obviously, if I didn't talk about it enough. The uh, crispy chicken and the chicken gizzard swim bait um, designed by Billy Skinner himself. You guys can check that out um, on my social medias, which would be just beaver underscore T on Instagram, on YouTube. And um, if you guys have questions too, you guys can message me, hit me up. You know, we could get down and dirty, you know, talking about the swim baits. Um, Just don't ask questions that obviously, no, wait, cut that part out. (laughs) you guys can check it all out on Instagram and, and uh, fa- even Facebook, too, uh, would be the same thing. I have videos on all these baits. Um, I'm also partnered with Waterland Sunglasses. If you guys want to pair some dope, affordable, polarized sunglasses, you get a little discount. You guys can use Beaver Tea um, as a code and stuff. And I, I think that's it. I think that's all the affiliation I have right there. Did you, um, uh, you shout out your Instagram? Yeah, Instagram, Beaver. Dude, I'm so bad with this, the bro. Be- the beaver <laughs> underscore T. Is it the beaver? I think you could type in beaver underscore T and it comes out. Let me see. I changed it to beaver underscore T. Oh, no, no. It is the beaver underscore T. Dang it. <laughs> I, was, I, I was don't even, know my, own, I don't even know my own Instagram. Okay, you're like, bro, I'm looking right at it, dude. Damn, um, dude. You're, you're YouTube famous. Shit. Subscribe. Dude. I blew into a fish and it changed my life, bro. Everyone <laughs> thinks that's all I do. Uh, yeah, dude, <laughs> have you seen that? Yeah, remember I sent it to you. I was scrolling through TikTok oh, and I was yeah, like, bro. I was like, dude, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure this is Tristan. And I sent it to you, and you're like, yeah, that's me. I was like, yeah, I know, bro, I sent it to you, <laughs> dude. It hit like 18 million views on the shorts on my YouTube. Bro, and there's like 15 other accounts with millions of views. Like, it's all over, bro. Like, people see me touch lips with the fish. Um, it's a real trick, though. That does work before this pod- before this podcast ends today. That does work. It's a real trick. If you don't know what I'm talking about, type in. You have, you have how, to go look. How, yeah, you have to go look. Type in how to save a fish CPR on YouTube, and you'll find it. Um, but, yeah, other than that, freaking... I think that's it. My YouTube, my Instagram, Waterland sunglasses, and uh, and obviously my favorite crispy chicken and chicken gizzard swim baits, baby. Hell yeah. Um, heck yeah, dude. Thank you, bro, so much. Yeah, dude. I, I appreciate you coming on. We we kinda we had something scheduled and some stuff happened, you know, life happens, fell fell through. I probably took a nap and forgot to message you the day of type thing because that happens quite a bit. I like my naps. I'm not going to lie, especially on the weekends. But I appreciate <laughs> you coming on, man. I'm, I'm glad that we got to talk finally. And I'm glad you kind of got to talk about Arizona fishing and, and talk about your bring up and, you know, just kind of, you know, we, I mean, we talked about a lot of shit. We might not have talked about like the fishing exactly, but we, we shot the shit for a while. I think this would be a good episode. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, if you ever want to do this again, bro, I'm down, dude. I bring. I could maybe bring the homie on here too. I'd be down. Yeah, dude. Like, like I said, if if he does or doesn't want to do a single episode, like if he's fine with doing a roundtable, dude, we'll do a roundtable. He doesn't need to have his own episode okay. if he doesn't want to. We can we can get something working. And the better thing is he can do it from his crib too. We can just all be in this same little call right here and just okay. shit. Heck yeah, bro! Freaking um, 
honestly, this has been my favorite like podcast that someone. So there was another one that some guy wanted me to do, but that was a while back, and then we never got it. We never did. I think he was in the like Oklahoma area or something like that. Oh, uh, behind the real fishing, probably. Ah, maybe it was him, bro. I I, I couldn't tell you honestly, but I, out of all of them, bro, I like I like this podcast. It's been my favorite. Hell yeah, man. I appreciate it. But so you guys will probably be maybe here in a round table here in the next couple of weeks. And then Tristan will also be joining us for episode uh, 169. He already claimed that spot. So, you know, yeah, this is a yeah. note that, that Tristan's got uh, 169 coming down the shoot in, in a couple more yeah. episodes. So he'll be back on for that one too. Probably, probably with some more stories and stuff we can talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah, bro. I appreciate it. Um, Hell hope yeah, you man. Have a, hope you have a great, I don't know what time it is where you're no, from, you're but you're good. But uh, <laughs> I want to thank you guys for listening. I want to thank Tristan for coming on. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Make sure you follow him on Instagram and YouTube and all that good stuff. If you don't already, make sure you guys follow the podcast scales and tails underscore podcast on the Instagram on thread. You know, if you guys, if you guys know about that thread scales and tails is on thread too. And, uh, and check out the Patreon check out for the monthly sticker giveaway. I think when this comes out, maybe I'll post about those and be selling them. I don't know yet. You guys will know. You guys will know if you make it this far into the episode. But like I said, I want to thank Tristan for coming on. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. And I'll talk to everybody next time. See you guys.